Save the Semantics, episode 247. It is February 19th, 2024. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, recording this real early in the week. Uh, why? Uh, because one, I felt like it. Two, I had the time to do it. Three, I'm in a good mood. Which I guess kind of coincides with my first point. But uh, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a good headspace right now. I found myself sometimes recording when I'm not in a good headspace um and I I regret at times not recording things earlier when I had like a certain thing that I wanted to talk about or if I was like just in a good I was just feeling better about myself and it it just makes for better just just a better podcast in general right um so i'm recording this early in the week um because i have some things that i want to talk about um and i'm in the mood to talk about these things so that kind of helps tie in some things you know what i mean um what i'm kind of want to do which is really no deviation from how i would usually do this if i were to record two on two separate occasions um i want to do kind of like a pre- you know, pre-recording, which is right now, and then a post-recording of things that happened later this week, mostly in regards to the Direct that was finally announced earlier today. Uh, It is a partner showcase, so no first-party titles from Nintendo, but third parties uh, are involved, so there might be some good stuff. I have no idea what to expect. Um, There have been some leaks in regards to, like, some potential games that might pop up. Uh, but for the most part, I, I, have, I have no idea what to really expect. So from right at this point, you know, I kind of want to delve into my predictions, some speculations that I might have for some games that could be revealed. Um, that could be really nice <laughs> to be revealed. Obviously, some things are a little out there um, and probably not going to happen, but... These are my predictions. Um, I'm going to touch very, very briefly, uh, since this did just occur on the NBA All-Star Weekend. I kind of tuned in very slightly. I tuned in for the three-point contest. I tuned in for the dunk contest. Uh, I did not watch the NBA All-Star game. Um, There's been a lot of discussion in regards to changing it up and, you know, the, the, the... the very the decline in quality for the event and just the weekend in general um i really don't have anything to add from my perspective because i i kind of you know i agree with a lot of the points that are being made um so i don't know i i just i don't know what the what that can be really done um you know three-point contest was fun i guess the dunk contest was a bit of a wash and the all-star game was nothing (laughs) it was just nothing right um so i i I don't know i don't know um i don't know what the solution to it would be but i i just don't i'm not invested i don't really care as much of it as much as i used to back when i was younger you know what i mean um it could be the case where it catered more towards my younger self probably and because maybe i had more time on my hands and i really wanted to spend all day watching these events and whatnot and you know whether it was like worth it or not like i i it's it might just not be worth it to me anymore but i think there's enough you know kind of uh criticism 
regarding this whole period of that time and this whole the whole event really um that uh there might be things that are subject to change you know what i mean so um that's really it honestly with basketball nba stuff at this point i'm really just looking forward to the rest of the season um and seeing how that shapes up so i'm i'm ready to move forward onto kind of the next phase of the season going into um you know going into you know february march and then into the playoff play in and playoff period um <clears throat> let's get into some predictions on what might be announced so this is a third party showcase for nintendo the switch um taking into account that there have been quite a lot of switch 2 rumors um which i noted last week um i i'm not sure like what exactly would be like beneficial to be revealed for this upcoming year um because if there is the expectation that the switch 2 has been delayed to 2025 um then i feel like third party games are gonna have to carry a lot of the load uh for this year right to keep consumer interest and everything like that um i think it is if there's not enough for first party uh i just it's just a lot of the just a lot of the attention is going to be weighed on third parties to be able to provide that right third parties indie titles silk song hmm we don't know that's always a big one right I I highly doubt it. <laughs> um, I highly doubt Silk Song is going to be announced at all anytime soon. Honestly, I'm like putting like no stock into Silk Song at the, anymore. I'm just like it, it, it's been so long. Like the the developers have slowly been like, "Hey, we're still working on it." Hey, what's up, guys? We're still working on it um, every few months or so, but it's just not. You know, I, I I don't, I just don't expect anything for Silk Song anytime soon. You know what I mean? No release date or anything like that. Um, it would be great to hear, but I just don't have any. Uh, I just don't have a lot of faith in that. Um, so games, of course, there's like a list of games that I would love, 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 love to hear uh, coming this year. Um, Xenoports, man. That's a big one. Let's just get that one out of the way. Xenogears, like a HD 2D remake, like I've talked about before, that would be sick. That would be incredible. Uh that would make my whole that would make the whole thing, right? Um Xenosaga ports to the Switch. Like why not? Come on. Bandai Namco and Monolith They've been collaborating with, like, Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 3, Future Redeemed. Like, there's a little bit going on there, right? Come on. Like, it's there. That relationship is there. So why can't... It's just, like, a little... Obviously, I don't know how much work it takes to get these things going, but, I mean, come on, man. And they've ported... Listen, very relevant. I'm playing Baten Kaitos right now. Why can't they just do that for for Saga? Like I know it was, you know, released for the GameCube, so maybe there's like some trademark issues related to that because it was released previously on a, you know, Nintendo platform. But like I it isn't that much of a stretch 
And then also Square Enix, right? One of the biggest third-party collaborators with Nintendo, considering games like uh, Octopath Traveler and freaking Triangle Strategy, like all of these, these very, you know, the very kind of tent poles for the HD 2D kind of RPG games. Where, what about Square, man? Come on. Gears? Is it is that hard to do because of the connection that with like you know Monolith and Takahashi and uh, all that is is that a whole thing that can be disputed? Can Nintendo purchase the rights to Gears? I don't know. Listen, recently news came out that Nintendo has been considered one of the most profitable companies in Japan because they essentially have no debt on their balance sheet. Like, look, look, profitability, I feel, is more of a high, you know, better indicator of whether how, you know, how successful and how, uh, you know, you know, how how much net worth a company is. But debt does have some, you know, definitely has an effect on that. But I don't see why it can't happen. Nintendo, like, come on, man, you're sitting on a fuck ton of cash. Use some of it. Buy some IPs, man. Buy some stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like that would be hugely beneficial. Like, buy the IP, get Xenogears on the Switch and Nintendo platforms. Come on, you know? Um, So, that would be... That's obviously, like, the highest, you know, thing that I would really want to see. Um, That's very, very, very wishful thinking. Um, Other games that I could kind of see being ported... um, these are, I feel like, a bit more viable. Maybe some, like, additional, like, DS kind of remasters. Um, we recently saw that with uh, another recollection, right? Um, very, very niche game that was originally released for the DS. Um, and the second game only being released in Japan. I mean, if that's possible, I don't see why another... DS game couldn't be ported to the Switch. Um, I'm thinking, like, look, if, like, Golden Sun is on the NSO, then maybe, like, the Golden Sun sequel could be coming to the Switch. Maybe some kind of, you know, I don't know if a remaster is, like, the best way to put it, but, like, some kind of, you know, upscaled version of it. Um, other RPG games out there, maybe maybe like the Mario and Luigi series. I don't know. I don't really. I've never played them. Um, what else could go up there? Um, DS games. I I don't know, man. I feel like there's like an abundance of DS games that could be ported. I think that the recollection games, I think, kind of opened up a door of sorts a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know how successful uh, the sales are for that game, um, but I feel like if companies are willing to go into their backlog from like 10 plus years ago and just, you know, see if if there's some games that could be viable, um, that could be reintroduced to the public, I think it might be worthwhile, right? Um, so I'm, I'm thinking DS games could be a possibility for, for this partner direct. Um, talking about some of the game some of the things that have been leaked um there's been speculation that there's going to be sort of like a remaster of this game called endless ocean for the wii i never played it before 
um, that's going to be coming to the Switch. I don't really know what it's about. Apparently, it's like a discovery kind of game. Um, I don't. I have no. I have no idea what it really is. But you know, it's like what you're you're discovering things underwater, that sort of thing. Um, it kind of comes to mind. There, there was another game, um, much more popular, that was sort of released to, you know, to Steam and a bunch of other uh, platforms. That it reminds me of, but the, the name I can't I can't think of the name right now. Um, so I'm assuming that that game is sort of similar in, in kind of in that you know exploration kind of nature. You know, you're you're sort of vibing, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but that's been sort of hinted at. Um, another game that I heard was sort of hinted was what was it? Um, something. It was possibly a Game Freak game that they mentioned. They said the Pokemon Company is releasing a game. I don't know why they would release, like, Pokemon or why they would announce Pokemon with this partner direct. I feel that that would be more suited for, you know, a, you know the main direct. So a lot of people are saying it's... Uh, one of Game Freak's uh, other IPs. Um, some have said Pocket Card Jockey, which is hilarious because I bought that game last year for the 3DS when I found out that the 3DS shop was closing, and that was like the one you know that was like the only game, or that was one of the one of the games that uh, you wouldn't be able to play on the 3DS anymore because uh because it was an eShop only game, right? So it would be funny to see this game being ported to the Switch. Uh I know that it was ported to the iOS, like iPhone, um, I think like Apple, Apple Store games. Um, but I it would be funny to see this game being ported to the Switch as well. Would I then buy it on the Switch? I don't know. I don't know. Do I want to buy two? Do I want to? Do I want to have two versions of Pocket Card Jockey? <laughs> it's it's like a funny game to have like two versions for. Because then am I gonna also get the iPhone version of it? I don't know. Um, but it's it's pretty funny. Uh, I talked about this a while back when I when I bought the game. Uh, super, I was super addicted to it for like a couple of weeks, and then I kind of you know took a step back because uh, some other games caught my attention but it is really fun um it's not super uh it's not like a super deep game or anything like that but it is incredibly addictive um it, it, i i feel buying this on the switch if it like you know somehow does come out very dangerous for me <laughs> very very dangerous for me uh i love card games i found uh this is you, you're playing solitaire it's just, I guess, like a reminder. Um, very just kind of funny concept, but you're playing solitaire uh, at the same time as you're racing a horse. So how well you play solitaire determines how well your horse races. <laughs> it's a very strange concept, but it works super well. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, you're you're, you're kind of doing... It, it, it's interesting. It's almost, almost kind of roguelite a little bit in a sense, 
because you start off with you start off with one horse and essentially you get you try to advance as far as you can in kind of these like you know racing circuits uh the main goal is if, you know essentially you want to win like the grand prix or something like that right the the you know the highest you know the the, the kentucky derby you want to win the uh the biggest race um so you kind of build up your horses uh and you if if you if one horse fails uh you have the ability to kind of keep that horse in like your stable um and you're able to continue to make runs essentially with a single horse uh you're able to breed past horses to essentially you know create an even even stronger horse who has better stats and all that it's very you know you you're sort of going through the same motions where you know you start from the very beginning with you know the kind of the easier race and then you sort of build up um to you know the more difficult races so it, it, in a, in a sense there is a bit of like a roguelike element to it you know and i think that part kind of uh, appealed to me um along with the the solitaire playing part so it's it's a really fun game um if i do want to revisit it uh i could just play my 3ds version but you know <laughs> if i get it for my switch it's more it's just easy like you know I, I i use my switch far more now nowadays than i ever really touch my 3ds so um i feel like it it it, it makes sense if this game came to switch because this game is right up my alley and it's it i for i've already enjoyed playing it but i also know how <laughs> how dangerous that can be like how addictive that is um i had some sleepless nights because of this game so i i i might you know i this is all me based on basing the fact that the, the it, that the game that's going to be released is pocket card jockey we have no idea if it is but um it would be interesting if it was um anyways uh other games i could see being ported ported uh some other gamecube games um you know like i said botan kaidos the remaster version uh came so it's like uh i don't know something like chibi robo uh what else some other uh, i'm trying to think like what what other like ports could i mean it wasn't chibi robo wasn't that like nintendo license i'm not entirely sure but maybe some other gamecube games um so I heard I saw a comment that said like maybe GameCube NSO, that could be interesting. Is that would how would that you know work? Is that really would that be like an issue for, um, like how many games can you really port onto NSO? And also NSO is more of a is directly Nintendo kind of thing, so maybe that I, I, that might not make sense. Uh, that would be more suitable for. Uh, and you know, a Nintendo like a direct as opposed to a partner showcase. So that might not make sense. Uh, I think port a port of GameCube games would make much more sense. Um, so yeah, I don't know. So it, I, I, obviously, my big ones are you know for my JRPG games. Obviously, uh, that's no surprise there. Um, it I, I you know I, it would be interesting to see like what if there are some, maybe like some indie games that are kind of thrown in there. Um, but I, I, I really honestly don't know what to expect if there is something that could be like a surprise or that could be kind of interesting. Um, that might be worthwhile. I do expect 
maybe square to to make an appearance with some game i don't know what kind of game it would be but uh i feel betting on square might be a good might be a good bet just because of how you know how oftenly they've uh you know released things exclusively so exclusively for switch initially before being released to other consoles so i that wouldn't really be that much of a surprise but um that's kind of where my head's at is 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 ports and then maybe some other surprises uh down the line um will that be enough to hold over uh you know hold fans over for you know before switch to uh I'm, I'm not entirely sure um once again <laughs> i'll probably keep reiterating this i have plenty of games that i still want to play i have games that i talked about wanting to play two years ago that i haven't even touched um and there's plenty of other older games that I would like to explore as well. So there, there's plenty for me to get through. I, I, has, I still have many 40, 60-hour JRPGs on my list. Um, I still have many other, um, you know, action games like Metroid Prime. Um, I also want to revisit games like Phoenix Wright because I, I haven't finished the original trilogy yet. So that's, that's still kind of on my backlog. There, there's still so much. There's still so much for me, so uh, I'm I'm good. You know what I mean. Um, but I would be interested to see kind of how things shake up this year. Um, so that that's kind of where my head's at. Th- these are kind of the some some of the things that I wanted to talk about uh, before the direct, uh, which is coming up in two days. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I will be checking that out Thursday. Is it Thursday or Wednesday? The 21st is on Wednesday. So I'm going to be checking that out Wednesday morning. And I will try to talk about it as soon as I can uh, when my memory is fresh. Um, and then provide my thoughts on uh, the games that were released and uh, you know how things are going to look moving forward for the rest of the year. Um, that's going to be it for today. Just wanted to get a quick uh, recording out uh, before... Uh, the rest of this week continues. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for part two. All right. It is now February 22nd, 2023 recording this on a Thursday recording this real early. Um, didn't even really wait till the weekend. (laughs) Um, mainly because, uh, again, just timing and stuff like that. And I also wanted to uh, delve into some of the things that happened this week, most notably the, uh, Partner Direct, uh, Nintendo Partner Direct, um, get into all of that, talk about that earlier on as it's more fresh in my memory as opposed to a few days later from now where I might need, I'm a bit more fuzzy on the details. Um, I also just, it's just, it's just, it just works for me timing wise. I just wanted to talk about it. Earlier on, I also have some other other things that I want to touch on, <laughs> somewhat related to, to gaming and all of that. Um, this week's been alright, just a quick kind of personal recap. Um, I've just been sort of busy with work and everything, um, so that's sort of kind of taken up my time. Um, but I, I feel alright for the most part, I'm a little tired, but not, uh, not, what is it, not... 
necessarily super exhausted to the point where I'm like, you know, collapsing and shit like that. No, I'm just tired. Um, but overall I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm doing all right. Taking care of business. Um, and I've had a somewhat, you know, I've had some free time to be able to, um, you know, play some games, uh, which again, I'll, I'll get into. Um, but yeah, overall, I think my week's been not too shabby and, uh, looking forward to this weekend and doing some, I don't know, additional things. Not exactly what, um, I think obviously I want to like rest and recover and all that, but, um, I do also want to just, I don't know. There are some, maybe some movies or or shows that I want to catch up on or start up again uh, since it's been a minute. But yeah, that's that's kind of up in the air. Oh, catch up on the NBA. The uh, NBA starts back up today or tonight. Um, So there might be some basketball that I could get back into. It's been a little bit, right? A little, you know, post-All-Star weekend break, um, which I think has been much needed and uh we'll see how things go moving forward into the rest of the regular season um uh it's it's it is kind of funny just one more thing noting uh regarding like the nba and stuff but it is really funny during this kind of low period of time uh what types of discussions and what types of um news are sort of you know, brought up in, in light, <laughs> like there's no, you know, it, it, it isn't related anything at all to, you know, the games itself because there are no games going on. It is all just like, it's all just this petty kind of media drama, a lot of stuff being brought up regarding Doc Rivers and like Giannis and the Bucks, a lot of, a lot of drama surrounding that just because of the way the Bucks have handled their season and, and all that. It's like, despite that, they're still, like, top three in the East, too, which is really funny. Like, if it was a situation where they were, like, in the play-in, that sort of thing, I feel like it would be more warranted, if you want to call it that. I, I, it's just funny. I think the the expectation was that they were going going to be, like, the best team in the east or whatever one of the best teams in the league and they're not really that currently um so it is i i think a lot of the response from fans and media and whatnot is related more to underperforming and that sort of thing and so and then and then you obviously got doc rivers who's somewhat of a controversial figure as in terms you know as a coach less so than you know personality wise but it's it's just kind of funny seeing all these things pop up and like like because there's nothing going on there's, there's nothing to talk about there's nothing you can't talk about like wow did you see luca score uh 70 again it's like no that didn't happen <laughs> so we got nothing to talk about so let's talk about some drama instead um so yeah that's that's been kind of funny to see but I, other than that I've been sort of you know just we've just been waiting for the games to show back up around um uh let's get into the direct um overall uh just sort of underwhelming really it's it's nothing too crazy to note there were things in it that I did find interesting 
Uh, but overall, a pretty underwhelming kind of direct. There weren't really a whole lot of things that were like earth shatter, earth shattering reveals or whatever. Um, nothing like super high profile uh, from any third parties. Nothing really from like Square Enix, which I was kind of surprised by. Um, you know, because I was talking about you know uh, <laughs> Dragon Quest and, and and that sort of thing, but there's no Dragon Quest news. Nothing like that. Uh, obviously no Silk Song. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, at this point, it doesn't even really, I don't know. Like I said, I, it doesn't, like, who cares, right? Um, we'll see the game when it comes, um, if it comes ever. Um, the, the, there, there's a, let me talk, let's talk about a couple of the games that did catch my attention. Um, so SMT Vengeance, uh, it looks like sort of like the definitive edition of the game, sort of similar to Persona 5 Royal, that sort of thing, um, where there's this additional story content sort of tacked on to it. Um, I'm sort of, you know, I, I, you know, I was in the crowd where I bought the base game for SMT 5, like pretty, pretty much early on. I was like, you know, I bought it like almost immediately after release. Um, so I, I still haven't done kind of the full, I didn't get the full, you know, experience of it. I didn't really do the quote unquote, like true ending or whatever, which I, I still, I, I do feel like I want to revisit. Um, so it's interesting with this version of the game, um, it is a little annoying if it is sort of expected to be kind of the, you know, base game plus the additional stuff on top of it. I wish it was maybe like a DLC instead of like a full packaged, full like repackaged version of the game. Uh, I find that to be pretty annoying. Um, like maybe it's, it's I, I don't know how, you know, Persona fans felt when Persona 5 Royal or I guess Persona 4 golden were kind of like re you know reskinned or like you know uh, essentially redone um to have the additional content or whatever um I, i'm curious if they found this sort of tactic by atlas to be kind of you know annoying considering if they already bought the original game and it's like okay that's cool so i have to buy the original game plus this extra content for the full price of the game like that's pretty um that's annoying that's it's just kind of a frustrating tactic um uh it would have been cool to see it this be sort of like an apocalypse style of thing like smt apocalypse where it's essentially a brand new game um but set in the world of the set in the same world like i think that would have been awesome but i i understand that being really you know maybe difficult or expensive or whatever but um, they did it in the past. I don't see why they couldn't do it for, for this version. Um, I'm sure it would have taken effort and whatnot, but still. Um, yeah, anyways, I don't, I, I really enjoyed SMT5. I think it was a lot of fun. I think the combat and the gameplay are top tier. Um, but I, I, I don't know if this, like, additional content additional storyline which is what i'm expecting it to be uh will be enough for me to 
essentially purchase this game again just to experience that portion of the story i don't know if it was like a dlc thing then yeah i probably would have considered getting it and uh playing through it but if it's like if it is the full game plus the new stuff i just i just don't i think i might have to pass on this which which sucks because i am an smt fan since four you know i mean i'm not like the biggest like hardcore fan but i've enjoyed the four series on the 3ds those are some of my favorite games on that system and i enjoyed five quite a bit despite the shortcomings with the story um but i i just i just don't know if it's worth it you know to to get this game uh i didn't love it like that much for me to uh justify buying the game again right so um i don't know well yeah it's it's i'm i'm probably have to pass on that um it's it's kind of a crappy tactic honestly i i, I hope other games other publishers don't do this kind of thing um other games in the direct that caught my attention unicorn overlord this is already announced but they gave a release date for february was it february i think it's pretty soon right it's like next week when the game gets released i'm pretty sure uh, I, for I forgot the exact date but it's coming up really soon uh, there is a demo available i might check that out if i have the chance um but that game looks really interesting um it's got uh you know vanillaware uh you know stamp written all over it um i just finished playing 13 sentinels and i love that game this game it looks to be a lot different from that style um much more focused on kind of the medieval fantasy elements of things and gameplay much more in line with something like fire emblem um so i i uh, if if the writing is any good and i i mean i, I like the style already um i I'm, I'm already up for it i i i thoroughly you know like i said i I've, I've already gushed about 13 sentinels before so i won't get into that again but um uh i i i, I am putting this one on my list again it's probably going to be tacked on to the backlog of things but um i will check this out later down the line um probably much later uh, after its release but it, this has definitely caught my eye um other games um i mean those are really the two that i cared about to be honest um the other games that they talked about oh <laughs> here's another one and this is the, the thing that i was gonna get into a little bit more but uh i i, I the the rumors were correct about the pocket jockey getting ported to the switch um so that's you know listen i loved uh playing that for kind of that short period of time last year on the 3ds um this might be something to add on the docket uh i i just listen uh this week i bought this game called battle balator is a ballot yeah it's about balator uh it's this card game uh, kind of a roguelike, similar to Slay the Spire, Monster Train, that sort of thing. Um, except you're playing poker hands, essentially. Super simple premise. It's super easy. You just have to beat the blind. Uh, you have to hit a certain number. Um, you have to score a certain amount of points with, a, you know, getting the best like hands possible. And then uh, you get these like passive abilities from these joker hands that you have. Uh, awesome. 
uh, I am thoroughly invested in this. Um, the reason I kind of bring that up uh, is because it, it's just like it's like more uh, if I if I do want to get pocket jockey. It's just like, dude, this is just like another card game on top of the other card games that I already have. You know what I mean? Um, is that overkill? It might be a little, might be a little bit. So, uh, like, I, it's fun, man. Pocket Jockey is a lot of fun. Um, but I might hold off on that because I, I sort of found my new addiction with Balator. Um, it's so fun. Um it's got this like perfect balance of challenge and uh this this just this it, the it's it's sunk my it's sunk it's hooking hooks into me like it's so uh I would the like i it, this was like the impulse buy for me it was the same sort of thing like slay this fire i heard good things i'm like screw it i'm just going to buy it and i bought it and i loved it that's one of my favorite games this was a very, this was like probably more of an impulse buy, honestly. Like, I just heard about it. I'm like, yo, there's a card-like game, Rogue. It's, it's you know, you're doing the same runs over and over again, trying to get, you know, trying to beat the <laughs> beat, beat the score and get as far as possible. Uh, yeah, signing me up, man. It's it's perfect. Uh, it's, it's just, it's right there. Um, apparently, this game had had a lot of buzz going into this. Uh, before its release, like this past week, um, I didn't. I, I I literally heard about it, like two days ago, and then I bought it, and then now I'm I'm like hooked, and I can't stop thinking about it, and I just want to play Bellator. Like that is just that's like the only thing that's on my mind right now. Uh, work, screw that, man. I'm I'm just like I'm trying to get to this card game. Like this shit is addicting. You know, it's 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 wild. Um, like honestly, I think. If I get older, if I do get older, <laughs> I don't know why I said do. Like, it sounds ominous. When I get older, um, I'm going to be the equivalent of, like, the dad who plays solitaire on his, like, personal computer or his, like, work computer. I'm going to be that guy, except with, like, my Switch 4 or whatever the fuck we have <laughs> in the future, you know? Um, <laughs> that's just what's going to be. Um and then I'm just going to be playing card games. I'm going to have hundreds of roguelike, you know, deck builder card games just compiled from years and years of, of gaming. I'm like, dude, I just need something. <laughs> I'm just going to be reminiscing about finding games that are even close to, like, Slay the Spire, you know what I mean? And then just, like, trying to find. I'm like, dude, I just need the next deck builder game, man. Just, like, scratching my arms. Um <laughs> like I this is like I, I honestly like outside of JRPGs and you know Zelda Zelda's kind of its own genre you know uh these card games are my thing I've found I've talked about this you know I've I've sort of mentioned this but um like a good one like this one that I just found are is my jam is my shit um so I'm uh, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm looking forward to continuing to play this one and, uh, really get into the weeds of things. Um, I'm still figuring things out, uh, I, falling on my face, uh, failing runs, restarting runs, almost getting to the end of a run and then getting, just falling short, 
and and just feeling that kind of that disappointed and being like I need to do another run uh that's uh that's dangerous man that's very it's very addictive similar uh very similar situation with uh pocket jockey that I experienced last year you know what I mean so if it's again if I end up buying it for the switch pocket jockey for the switch uh it's gonna be a real problem man (laughs) like like as if as if it isn't already you know um I, I I I need to I need to be disciplined I need to have a little bit of just kind of restraint uh which is an actual restraint for making these purchases like I just need to hold off I've bought a ton of games recently like I'm just just looking back over the last couple of months during the Christmas season there were these you know sales going on it's like a disco Elysium is on sale I'm gonna get that great game um I got Okami um which has been you know uh you know very critically uh you know very high critical reception uh from the past like a fun sort of action adventure game uh I got that on sale uh and then I got on my birthday sort of like my you know as like a gift to myself I got Botan Kaidos and then I got Final Fantasy 10 and then I got this game I need to probably slow down a little bit I think I'm good I think I'm probably good for the next little while um I think I have plenty of games actually on like my backlog in terms of games that I own um that I will get to you know what I mean um so it's it's a very weird position to be in because I think this is like honestly like I know obviously you know obviously I've talked about you know having a backlog and that sort of thing I think this is the first time where I actually have you know games sort of sitting there that I haven't that I you know I'm probably not going to touch for a long time like multiple games that I haven't touched yet because of the other these other games that I'm currently playing you know um it's very interesting kind of position uh to be in um i mean obviously there's you know i'm very happy i mean it's like not much of a you know not necessarily something to complain about at all uh but it's just kind of funny uh because like i i i like i don't really necessarily need to be like um being like oh let me what's the next game that i need to buy it's like i'm like i'm good i'm good for a while you know um and it's also funny kind of coinciding with this you know this direct that came up you know despite the fact that it was you know kind of underwhelming and everything and then i've talked about a few days ago how the switch to there's rumors that it got delayed till next year 2025 um you know despite all of that uh i don't it doesn't really affect me personally because i still have so many other games that i can play up until that point, you know what I mean? Um, I still have all of these classical games that I still haven't played, especially Final Fantasy, you know, 10, 8, 12. Those are kind of the ones that I have sort of on my sites. Um, and then if, like, Suikoden, if those remasters get released on the Switch, those are some other games. And I also have the other JRPG sort of remaster games, like Star Ocean that I talked about, Live Alive. Uh, what else? Um, not a not a remaster, but Octopath Traveler Two apparently is really good and much better than the first one. Like, there's so there's so many, 
there's so many and then there's still other games too and then i'm probably gonna it's possible i might run into these unexpected games that kind of fall into my lap uh because of just like timing purposes word of mouth whatever like battle or Malator, and then I'm, I'm and then i'm screwed and then i'll never you know <laughs> i'll never get to those other games which is fine you know again i'm not really concerned about like backlog stuff but it's just funny to think about you know and it's really funny to think about just sort of the um idea of like this sort of nintendo switch 2 news and, and kind of being disappointed by that which i am still disappointed by if you know if it is kind of the case that it got delayed um it's just you know like i said it's just fun to hear about uh, new games that get released and all that um so it'll, it'll be you know moving from kind of my own <laughs> my current situation um it will be interesting to see how nintendo handles the rest of the year um apparently there's been some talk of uh, a general direct occurring in june um as opposed to you know you know as opposed to like right now or i think it was like happening in march rather um as opposed to right now um so i don't know that that's that feels a bit more that feels kind of maybe being a little um i don't know maybe coping for something but uh that's it's entirely possible you know um but i'm keeping my expectations level <laughs> you know despite all of the things that i predicted quote unquote predicted or wished for to happen that didn't happen at all um i i'm still relatively keeping my i'm going to try to keep expectations level for any uh announcements releases that sort of thing i think uh this is going to going to be a pretty quiet year i think in terms of current year releases um i mean last year was just kind of crazy right uh with everything that came out so um it, there's going to be periods of just there's going to be lull periods for sure where there's not going to be these like huge you know banger games that, that come around there's going to be good games for sure but it's just not the ones that are going to catch the majority of the public's like attention the fan base's like attention you know maybe it'll catch my attention if it's like a you know something that kind of um appeals to me but um that's kind of the wrap-up for the news this past week again not really a ton that happened uh but still something you know what i mean really the big thing for me is balator I'm going to be talking about this game for the next month. So, um, this might become the Ballator podcast. Uh, so kind of keep that in mind moving forward. I'm going to be talking about a bunch of random cards and, you know, full house and flushes and two pairs and how you, you know, how you, if you, if you, uh, convert one of your face cards into a steel card it might be beneficial to keep that or maybe that's not like the best strategy it's gonna it's gonna be that so just sort of keep that in mind uh for the next few episodes <laughs> i don't know um but that's really been oh man that game, i just that's on my mind man that's this that, and that's what I, i'm looking forward to that tonight really um anyways um that's probably going to do it for this episode. Uh, this has been Save the Semantics, signing off.